0: I want to kick back up uh, last week, we had such a great time in God's Word last week, uh, and so I decided to do a part two to uh, Don't Miss Christmas, uh, part two uh, to Don't Miss Christmas, and so uh, i want to look in uh, at the following verses, uh, beginning with verse six in Matthew second chapter of Matthew in verse 6. Uh, I'll probably just read verse 5 just for clarity purposes. Um, and once you found it, if you would please stand for the reading of God's word. Um, in Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But uh, you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for out of you will come
1: a ruler will
0: shepherd my people Israel. Herod called the Magi secretly and found from them the exact time the star had appeared. Sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen him. when it rose went ahead of them until they stopped over the place where the child was. When, this, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and bread. <coughs> and having been worn in a dream. Not to go back to here, they returned to their country by another rock. May the Lord have a blessing. So, the reader, hear this, (coughs) this written word. It's interesting. We, and they say we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. It's interesting that initially it is his star that they refer to uh, and then all of a sudden when we read further down it's his star but initially it was his star. Uh, but I want to once again speak from this subject of don't miss Christmas. We dealt with last week how we can go through all of these festive moments and we celebrate and many of you did. We opened, we exchanged gifts, uh, and did all the, had all of the great food that you were privileged to have this holiday season. And with all of that, you can miss Christmas. Allow me to say that, that you can miss Christmas, the day we are very uh, as Christmas the 25th has come and gone but the question is did you really experience Christmas? Uh, and In a real sense um, Christmas is not even over whether you know it or not. Um, but for some people Christmas concluded on the 25th but in a real sense if you really understand theologically Christmas is not Over. Uh, I know you exchanged the gifts and you were happy to get that part of Christmas, that part of what you call Christmas over. Again, I know you eat plenty of food and some of us still eating some of the leftovers. Matter of fact, I still ate some leftovers last night. Wife cooks macaroni and cheese and some greens and cabbage and we had beans and rice, and we were still eating it last night. More <laughs> than likely, we'll be eating it t- today, too. Amen, somebody? So, <clears throat> so there's still leftovers from Christmas meal. It continues in a real sense. This is still Christmas. We are actually still in Christmas season, or as some has referred to it, Christmas time. <laughs> If you've ever heard that term, but yes, there's a term, a theological Christmas tide, that we're actually still in Christmas season, uh, that uh, Christmas day begins Christmas season, and it's called Christmas tide. Or in some tradition, uh, it is called the 12 days of Christmas. Matter of fact, I know you, I'm messing you up. You thought the 12 days were the 12 days leading up to, but no, actually, it comes after Christmas. Once again, all of this stuff that we celebrate and all of these traditions that we've integrated that theologically are just completely incorrect and all over the place. (laughs) And so in a real sense, this is Christmas season right now. So your Christmas should still be taking place right now. Uh, I hope that Christmas didn't end for you uh, on the 25th because we're still in Christmas. And So if in a real sense you miss Christmas on the 25th, what I'm standing here trying to say to you this morning is that you still have an opportunity to experience Christmas because Christmas It's not over.
1: Uh,
0: Truth be told, Christmas does not end for quite some time. Theologically, if we really look at it, if we factor in one of the major elements of the Christmas story that we've incorporated into how we celebrate Christmas, then we understand that Christmas will not end for quite some time, you see. It's much of what we celebrate is drawn from the Magi's experience of bringing Jesus' gift, bringing gifts to Jesus. Then if that is true, then Christmas does not end for quite some time, you see. It took them quite a bit of time to come from the east and bring those gifts to Jesus. As a matter of fact, they estimate that it was around two years. That's why Herod said that kill all the children up to about two years old. So by the time the magi actually get to Jesus to bring the gifts, chances are Jesus was somewhere around almost two years old. If you carefully examine the text, what you learned is that They're no longer in the manger, but they're actually living in a house in Bethlehem. I know that I'm messing somebody's Christmas ideal up this morning because I know that you saw the Magi coming to a manger to bring gifts to Jesus. No, 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 no. Look at the text. Read the scriptures. Jesus was in a house with Mary and Joseph by the time the Magi had gotten there. He was not in a manger. Mm. Look at somebody and say, don't miss Christmas. <laughs> You've got to know what Christmas is in order to celebrate it, right? <laughs> Christmas came. Look, look, Christmas, So, in a real sense, by the time the Magi get to Jesus, everything has changed. Christmas came, watch this, watch this, I want you to get this. Christmas came when they arrived to worship him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want you to miss that. Christmas came when they arrived to worship him and offer unto him gifts. That, 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 that's when Christmas came.
1: when the Christmas experience was established in other other words it took them about two years but they reached this worship and this place of offering him gifts and that's when Christmas really came Uh, can I just
0: pause here parenthetically say to somebody in here this morning it might take you a while to get to Jesus Oh God! I wish I had a few folks. <laughs> it might, it might, it might take you a little while to get to a Christmas experience. Uh, but, but what I learned—the Magi never gave up. They just kept traveling for two years. It took a little while, but they didn't turn around <clears throat> when the road got a little rough. Can you imagine journeying from the east, but continuing your journey because? They knew that, wait a minute, I've got to get to a point to where I can worship him. I've got to experience Christmas. It might take, the road might be long, but I'm not going to quit until I get to Jesus. <sighs> Sometimes you just can't quit. You just can't quit. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but you walk in here this morning, you're ready to give up on some things. But I'm telling you right now, don't is saying don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Uh, Don't miss your Christmas. It might take a little while, but don't you miss your Christmas. God has something for us. It may take sometimes, but sometimes you just have to chase after him. God, I wish I had somebody. Sometimes you just got to chase. do I have any chasers this morning. Anybody willing to chase after God? for some things just to worship him. It's amazing what God will release when you worship him and you begin to offer unto him gifts. So then Christmas came. It took some while. It took a while. But Christmas came when they reached that point where they could worship him and offer unto him gifts. A lot of folk across this world settle every Sunday. But allow me to submit to you that only a few folk actually experience Christmas every Sunday. Oh, you don't miss that.
1: Don't miss that. Only a few come to actually offer their gifts and
0: their worship. See, some folk came here this morning just for the choir. Real, just for a moment. Some folk come to church just just to see their friends. Mm-hmm. So, some folk come in here on Sunday morning just because you think that's the duty, that's your duty, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, yeah, I don't want me to preach this right now. Right? You know, some, 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 some folk. Really, just assembled in here for family reasons. That's where my mama went to church. That's where my daddy went to church. Uh, can I get real? I'm only coming there because my wife wants me to. <laughs> For God you know what more than likely you're gonna get God uh-huh. a matter of fact I don't care how many people are in church it could be one or two people in this church but if I come looking for God I'll get God matter of fact I get God every every morning when I get up and I go outside all by myself it's just me and I start looking for him. I don't need nobody to get to God. what? They were seeking God and offering everything that they had to God right there. They were offering gifts to him. Can you open yourself up this morning and offer God what you have? That's what God's looking for. Look, Christmas is about worshiping him and what we offer him. As we close out this year, that really becomes the question for 2019. Watch this. How will you worship him? And what will you offer him? Wait, wait a minute. See, see, your worship, if you really have Christmas, watch this. If you have Christmas, you worship, the worship, if you really worship him this Christmas. Everything in your life should be getting ready to change to 2019. What are you saying, preacher? Watch this. You can encounter Jesus
1: and not witness change. God,
0: somebody see that? You missed that. You can experience his fullness and not walk away changed. Everything in your life ought to change if you really encounter Christmas this season, there ought to be some major changes yeah. in your life. Hmm. Then you gotta ask yourself, if you, if nothing changes, then you have to ask yourself, did I really have Christmas? <laughs> did I really experience
1: the birth of Christ? Did I experience something new? Did I experience something
0: beginning to happen? Did I experience that? Look. This was life change for them, this, these magi, that they were willing to even defy Herod at this point. It was life changing. As a matter of fact, their worship for Christ, watch this, watch this. this, this is good, I want you to get this. Their worship of Christ had become greater than their worry for Herod. Look, 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 look. look. Herod was a paranoid killer. No, yeah, read it. Read your Bibles. And yet, they defied him at this point. on Jesus. When you're watches, when your worship is right, it'll nullify your worry. Wait a minute, Pastor. Yeah, if you're worried the the time, then you're something wrong with your worship.
1: Right. Mm. Yeah.
0: Stop, Pastor, you're yeah. messing with me. Because when you get into the right worship, the right worship will kill your world. <laughs> so you gotta check your worship. If you walked in here and you concerned already about everything from last year, and you bringing that into 2019, everything that you're going into next year, something's wrong with your worship. Because when you worship Him right, you don't have to worry about anything. and say, don't miss Christmas. I said last week, I, can't, I don't know about you, but I, I, I can't afford to miss Christmas because I got too many things going on in my life not to worship Him right. I got too many things that I ought to be worried about, but when I think about
1: the goodness of the Lord, oh my <sighs> because my worship handles my word. Every time some worry starts creeping up in your mind, you ought to start giving. You ought to have a praise party right there. It's time to worship
0: because your worry defeats, your worship defeats your worry.
1: Look at somebody and say, don't miss Christmas.
0: You might want to check your worship. check your worship if, 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 if there's issues with which you worry. Uh, once again, your worship of him will suppress your worry. Look, they took a different route. Once again, everything they encountered of Jesus changed everything. As a matter of fact, we're told that the Magi, not only they took a different route, but they ended up at the same place. They still went home. So in a real sense, you know, it's a different rock, but still ending up in the same place. God still got them where they needed to be. Your worship reduces your words. So when you encounter Jesus, it ought to, once again, change some things. And then you are now divinely ordered by God. God is Orchestrating your steps because God tells them in a sense the that they should go a different route, but he still gets them to the right place. God has a way. God knows where He what you need to be. Yes. <laughs> Even if you have to take a different route, sometimes it's all about us. Sometimes we so busy wanting the rock to be the way we think it ought to be that we lose sight of the fact that God is the one that's already in your steps. And God still can get you to the place you need to be even though the rock might be different. But here we are. We're all caught up in well, I don't want to go that way. Why do I have to go that way? Why well, I got to go down that street? I don't really like going down that street. That street got some cracks in it. That street got above, just got some holes in it. I don't want to go down that street, God. we so busy worried about the route that we don't focus on the destination. Does it matter? As long as you get to the blessed place that God has for you, does it matter? And here's what I've learned. Sometimes the route that God takes you oftentimes won't look like the end place. Oh, yeah, you, you missed it. The two won't really add up. The Robbie takes you sometimes. He'll take you down a road that you never thought in your life would bless you. He'll take you down a road that doesn't look right at all. Bumpy, raggedy, but at the same time will lead you to a blessed place like you've never seen before in your life. But if we so caught... Jerusalem, seeking Jesus. Have attention. I want you to really pay attention. Careful attention. The text reveals that mm-hmm. they were following his star. When I, I read that, they were following his star. Mm-hmm. But when they arrive in Jerusalem, there is no star. Mm-hmm. The star stops. Did you catch that? The star comes as they begin to move out of Jerusalem and towards Bethlehem the star reappears. So we can draw from this what we can draw from this is that they assume that Christ would be born in Jerusalem. Because what, what do they refer to Christ? They refer to him as what? King of the Jews. So they assume in their own thinking that he's going to be born in Jerusalem they're, once again they're following the star his star they're following God but already have in their mind where Christ should be
1: born oh yeah don't miss that they, they're following God but they already have in
0: their mind what, what they think is going to happen and how they think is going to happen <laughs> So, so they end up in the wrong place because they started responding to what they thought rather than what God was revealing. Whew. It's amazing how your thoughts can mess up your revelation, God's revelation in your life.
1: But
0: do miss Christmas because you always were thinking about what you think ought to happen How you think it ought to happen rather than what God is actually revealing. Watch this, watch. See, you miss Christmas when your own inclination overrides revelation. As long as God was, they were moving according to the star. See, they had, once again, they were fixated on the fact that it ought to be Jerusalem. That's why they showed up to Herod in the first place. Now, if that just what followed star, it would have led them to Bethlehem. But the star stopped when they got to Jerusalem because they assumed that that's where it ought to be. That's where Christ ought to be. That's where God ought to be. you got to be careful because somebody walked in here this morning. You think God ought to be a certain place, you, but you, you're following him, but then you've got your own thought process. If God's going to lead, you've got to let him fully lead. when you want it. It's got to be what? At all times. And so they end up not only that, watch this. So now they end up in a place with a paranoid killer who's trying to kill their worship. Because of what they own, what they thought. Not what God led them, but what they thought. We've got an enemy that's always trying to rob and steal your joy. If you're not careful, you will end up in the wrong place. And you'll end up in the face of an enemy who's what? Trying to kill your joy, kill your worship. Don't you know that there are plenty of worship killers out here in this world? Matter of fact, some of you, even when you leave this church this morning, whatever you got, there's going to be some, you're going to take the wrong step, end up in the presence of somebody that's trying to kill your worship, kill your joy, steal everything that God has gotten from you. That's why your steps have to be ordered by God. That's because you might misstep if you're not careful and end up in the presence of a Herod who's always trying to rob you of every single thing God has just given you. Look, don't miss Christmas. We miss God when we miss step. Once again, our steps have to be ordered by
1: God.
0: The wrong place can jeopardize what God is doing in your life. The wrong place, one wrong step. Is important to what you experience. We have to move in the right direction. Wrong directions will get us wrong results. If you always get wrong results you know what you gotta ask yourself am I in the right direction? Once again all my steps are hard to receive from God if you're not where God wants you to be. Let me say that again. It's hard to receive from God if you're not where God wants you to be. Watch this. doesn't mean that God doesn't have something for you. You're just in the wrong place. God has abundance with your name on But you always have to step in the right place. You know, I love to say, you know, the Bible says that, uh, you know, uh, 2030, my cup running over. Yeah, I love that, you know, overflow. My cup running over that, you know, that, that God will bless us to the cup running over. But you got to be able to position your cup to underneath his overflow in order for it to, over, to run over. If you ain't positioning your cup where he's pouring, you missing God. So you've got to what position your right. Look, Christmas, for Christmas, y'all, I, I got a, a a game, an old school game console. Console. It's one of those upright boxes. It's got centipede on it. Y'all remember centipede? Yes. I got one of those you. that was my Christmas present, y'all. It it centipede asteroids. I know I got some old schoolers in here that know what I'm talking about. It's got all of those games. I mean, it's, it's an upright console, and, and boy, I'm just having a good time playing Centipede. And, and, and you know, on Centipede, you know, that the, there's that one little, you know, when you, you go up one level, one level, you you, you you all of a sudden, this thing just starts dropping down on you. It just starts, you! You! you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. And so you get to, a certain, and 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 then and and it starts dropping those. I don't know what they call those little things. A little. Yeah, whatever the little things they are, and it starts dropping more of them. And so you don't want it to drop more of them. So you try to, you try, you have to get right underneath that thing. Because if you ain't right underneath that thing, it's gonna it's gonna crash into you and kill you. But you got to be right. You have to be right underneath. And that's how it is with God. We have to be right underneath God in order to receive what God has for us. You can't be off a little bit. You've got to be right underneath in order for God to pour into your life. Amen. We have to be what God wants us to be. So, that's what we see in the text. God's teaching them something.
1: And God, we can learn a lot from this magic, these magis. As a matter of fact, we're told that the Magi worship Jesus um, and once again,
0: they're not. They're instructed not to return the same way they can. See, now they're listening. Now they're fully, they have, they They. they now because they've encountered Jesus that now everything in their life has changed. Before there was this misstep, but now they get it, they get it. So God, wherever you say go, we'll go. Whatever you say do, we'll do. Because they're full on Jesus now that they've encountered him. They've had Christmas. And so now they've offered up gifts. They've worshipped him. And so now if you say that we need to go this way, we'll go this way. Now they're ready to listen. They've encountered Jesus and now they're ready to travel in a different direction. When we encounter Jesus, it ought to change everything in our lives. It should change everything in your life. In other words, spiritually, your sense of direction ought to be different now. When you have fully encounter Jesus, it, it, your sense of direction ought to be different. Your, it, it, it should change your life for the better. When you encounter Jesus, I could just envision the Magi now going the different route, doesn't matter because you know what, the whole time they're praising God when you encounter Jesus your attitude ought to be different and I say that again your attitude ought to be different you shouldn't have the same attitude you had before Christ before you encountered Christ if you really encounter and worship Christ, I offer it unto him and sacrifice yourself unto him Something ought to be different about you. Right, yes. It changed their hopes. You imagine now they're going home. Once again, they're not worried about here because they're hopeful now. They've encountered Jesus. They have hope where they didn't have hope before. Don't miss Christmas because it has the power to change everything in your life for the better. I don't know about you, but once again, I can't afford to miss Christmas. Because every time I encounter God, He changes everything in my life. Bible says that we go from glory to glory. We should never get, we should never get comfortable with just encountering God one time. You ought, to be, you ought to be trying to gain the fullness thereof of who He is all the time. I can't afford... miss a Christmas experience because I know that it changes everything in my life. Songwriter said a change a change has come over me. I'll tell you when you walk in his presence a change should have come over you. He goes on to say it changed my life and now, I'm free. Just wondering if I have any free people in here because you've encountered God this morning. Maybe you truly had some Christmas this season and now you're set free. You came into the closing of 2018 bound and beat up and bruised, but somehow you worshiped God in spite of and you offered him everything you had. And now you're sensing some freedom within your spirit right now. There ought to be some changes in you. If you really had Christmas this year, there ought to be something different about you right now. You know, matter of fact, songwriter said, he washed all my sins away and made me whole. He washed me white as snow He changed my life completely. Now I sit, I sit at his feet to do what must be done. I'll work and work until he comes. What a wonderful change has come over me. What a wonderful change has come over me. I'm just wondering if there's a change in anybody right now. Anybody ready for a change in their life? I just stopped by this morning to tell you, he can do it. Don't miss
1: Christmas.
0: Come to Jesus this morning because he can change it all. What a wonderful change has come over me. Those of the church are open this morning. Don't miss Christmas.
1: Hi, my name is Nicholas Wurst. I'm the executive minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. I just want to say thank you for listening. You can learn more about our church online at onefellowshipumc.org. And you can like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the latest events in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you and God bless.